So then you no doubt heard recently that there was this new nuclear treaty between South Korea and the United States. It actually came into effect on November 25th, replacing the one that had been in place for the last 42 years. But what does that really mean for us here in South Korea in terms of nuclear reprocessing and, and that sort of thing? We've got Ji on here to tell us more. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, a, Alex. Quite a complex area when we start That's talking right. about pyro processing. But, mm -hmm. uh, tell us in broad strokes where we were at diplomatically. Well, uh, South Korea's Foreign Minister Yoon Byung-se and U.S. Ambassador to Seoul Mark Lippert exchanged an MOU putting the new nuclear cooperation pact into effect. And there are no major breakthroughs, but Korea now has some more room to expand its peaceful nuclear activity to enriching uranium or reprocessing spent nuclear fuel. It took both sides four and a half years to outline this new treaty. The gap was too wide to bridge uh, initially. Time was running out and a separate deal had to be signed to extend the expiration date of the former deal. The new deal approves Seoul's nuclear research but will only allow development of nuclear fuel in the future through consultations with the U.S. Uh, Korea wants to enrich uranium to produce nuclear fuel for its fast-growing nuclear energy industry. And it also wants to reprocess spent fuel to reduce the mounting nuclear waste. However, the U.S. is concerned over the possibility of proliferation in the Northeast Asia region. So the two sides will set up a joint committee to follow up on the ways Seoul can reach these goals in collaboration with the U.S. Yeah, however critics might view it, the U.S. has been a key mm. figure yes. in South Korea's nuclear program over recent decades. Mm -hmm. um, and the driving force behind this new treaty was that the United States and South Korea, of course, they've had a long history of nuclear cooperation. The first nuclear agreement was signed in the 1950s, and it allows the U.S. specialists to supply an experimental reactor to Korea. And then shortly after that, a U.S. company uh, had the first full-scale nuclear power plant in South Korea and trained nuclear specialists to operate it under an agreement that went into force in 1974. Mm. Four years after that, the U.S. Congress passed the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Act, which further restricted the use of U.S. nuclear material or technology by foreign governments um, in enrichment and reprocessing without the U.S.'s advanced consent. And accordingly, such agreements, uh, such as the USROK Nuclear Cooperation Agreement, made prior to the 1978 amendments needed to be renegotiated before the expiration and upgraded to meet these 1978 standards. Yes. Well, South Korea now wants um, such advanced consent to enrich and reprocess the U.S. origin of nuclear fuel. Uh, South Korean firms... They've become major participants in the global nuclear energy industry as of late, or, um, and they're operating 23 nuclear plants around the country. This is generating almost one-third of the country's electricity. And the companies also began to export nuclear plants uh, in 2010. 
But the 1974 agreement bars the Korean companies from enriching and reprocessing the U.S. origin fuel. And as a result, the Korean government says that its companies have a disadvantage in the global market against those foreign plant operators that can provide fuel enrichment and reprocessing services through their uh, affiliate companies. Yeah, we, we've not mentioned um, countries explicitly, but mm -hmm. uh, if we look just across the East Sea at Japan, yes. it also has this military relationship with mm -hmm. the United States, but has far greater nuclear freedom. Mm -hmm. uh, then again, on the other side of things, the peninsula taken as a whole, we've got North Korea yes. <laughs> uh, as a concern mm -hmm. from the US point of view and indeed from Seoul's perspective. But the new agreement will at least provide greater freedom. That's right. And um, previously it was uh, a one-sided deal. That's what the experts are saying. But now it's become more equal, reciprocal and mutually beneficial for both sides. Um, it will minimize any risks of nuclear proliferation, though. The accord will now allow Seoul to secure long-term advance consent from, uh, from the U.S. for early stages in experimental reprocessing called pyroprocessing, including the post-iridation examination and electro-reduction. So these are some big words here, but pyroprocessing is defined as recycling the spent fuel, but it has yet to be commercialized. It is said to have less of a chance of being converted into a program to produce nuclear weapons because it leaves separated plutonium mixed with other elements. Uh, the accord will also allow... A Korea to produce uranium enriched to less than 20% when using U.S. ingredients. In addition, the Korea and, and the U.S. agreed to establish a high-level standing commission to consult on nuclear cooperation with the U.S. This is represented by the U.S.'s Deputary, Deputy Secretary of Energy and South Korea's Vice Foreign Minister. The binding, binding term for the pact was also reduced from the previous 30 years to 20 years. And as the world's fourth largest nuclear energy producer with two dozen reactors generating third of its uh, electricity demand, South Korea hopes the deal could give this energy export engine a boost. Yes, yeah, certainly. Get, mm. Dealing with all that waste has been a huge concern as well, mm -hmm. Ji-yeon. Thank you for bringing us today's glossary. Thank you, Alex.